Hello, guys. Welcome to our podcast show, A Thousand Wise. I'm Shinting. I guess most of you must have got some chances to go to some big museums like the Metropolitan Museum in New York or the British Museum in London. So, have you noticed that in the section of the Chinese exhibits, there are a lot of Chinese porcelain works, either as cultural relics or as some artifacts? And many of them, or a major part of them, share a similar pattern that is composed of only two colors, which is blue and white. Then you may wonder why so many china wares displayed in museums are designed in this kind of unique pattern, composed of colors blue and white. In our daily life, it seems that we could find a variety of different kinds of porcelains, but why in museums? The blue and white porcelains are so dominant to represent the achievement of the Chinese porcelain making. So today, let's talk about China. Well, this is not about the country China, but the handicraft. In Chinese, we call it as "ciqi," and as we mentioned just now, there is a unique kind of porcelains called "qinghuazi," or blue and white porcelain, that is really popular and famous in China and even the world. Almost every Chinese people are so familiar with it, and you may ask, how familiar? Well, how to say? It's almost like a stamp of the traditional Chinese culture imprinted in each Chinese people's mind. Maybe it's not so common in many Chinese families today, as more and more different varieties of porcelains manufactured with modern techniques and modern designs have replaced those very traditional blue and white porcelains. But in the old days, at least in my childhood, as far as I can remember,、uh, it is so easy for a Chinese person to spot a piece of blue and white porcelain in his or her home. And most commonly, they are used as rice bowls or soup bowls. And also, you can see the classic patterns of blue and white on vases or fish tanks, flowers pots, pen containers, and so on. So. You can imagine how sweet and warm a Chinese can feel about when he sees such a familiar pattern with simple colors of blue and white, because it is a commodity at homes. And every day when you eat, when you study, or when you are having some leisure time, you would touch it, watch it, or appreciate it. No wonder it could always bring some good emotions and sweet memories to us Chinese people. So now you've known that. Qinghuazi, or the blue and white porcelain, means a lot to the Chinese people and accounts for a large part in our lives. But if you know more about its history and its artistic values, you may get an even deeper understanding toward how important this unique type of porcelain means to us. Blue and white porcelain covers a wide range of white pottery and porcelain decorated under the glaze with the blue pigment. The decoration is commonly applied by hand, originally by brush painting, but today many other methods of application have been used in it. The pigment that it uses is one of the very few that can withstand the highest firing temperatures that are required, and that could also partly explain its long-lasting popularity. The origin of this decorative style is thought to lie in the Middle East. When craftsmen sought to imitate imported white Chinese stoneware with their own tin-glazed white pottery and added decorative motifs in blue glazes, 
It was during China's Tang Dynasty, which is about 7th century, that this unique style was introduced to China. And because we know that the capital of the Tang Dynasty, Xi'an, well, back then it was called as Chang'an, was a great international metropolis in those days, where you could find merchants and businessmen coming from all over the world. And later in China, a style of decoration based on sinuous plant forms spreading across the object was perfected and mostly commonly used. And that was the classic patterns of blue and white porcelains. Such decoration style of blue and white became widely used in the Chinese porcelain in the 14th century, after the pigment for the blue began to be imported from Persia. The topics and patterns of the blue and white porcelains have expanded to a great extent. So next time, if you've got a chance to take a look at the blue and white porcelain, you may find out many different contents, ranging from people to animals, from plants to poetry and so on. And the people are always some famous historical Chinese figures, either heroes or literati, and the animals are usually Chinese dragon and phoenix, or kirin. This is a kind of imaginary divine animal in ancient China. Or mandarin ducks or fish and so on. And the plants are those that we Chinese people believe are auspicious, such as peony, lotus, orchid, pine trees, bamboo, plum blossom and so on. So today, as we are talking about the blue and white porcelain, it is a must for me to mention about a small town in South China which is nicknamed as the capital of the Chinese porcelain, that is Jingdezhen in Jiangxi province. Back in the Yuan dynasty, the small town had gradually developed into a major production center for the blue and white porcelains. As we mentioned just now, Qinghuazi was originated in the Tang dynasty, but that was just a very beginning without too much development. Several hundred years later, in the Yuan dynasty, as foreign trade with the rest of the world expanded quite a lot, the unique pigment for the blue could be easier obtained than before. And this greatly boosted the development of this unique craftsmanship. It was during this period that Jing Dezhen began to produce a lot of blue and white porcelain works, and the quantity and quality of them helped this small town in South China nail the position of the capital of the Chinese porcelain. The Yuan dynasty, mainly during the 14th century, is thought to be a prime time for the growth of Qinghuazi. In the following Ming dynasty, however, due to some historical reasons, the foreign trade in China has fallen sharply. So the obtainment of the unique blue pigments and the sales of porcelain products were consequently both getting limited. The production of blue and white porcelains went through a low tide. But before long, during the reign of Emperor Kangxi of the Qing dynasty, which was between 17th and 18th century, the blue and white porcelain's production had ushered in a new era, with great progress in both craftsmanship and art. With the ever-expanding influence of the blue and white porcelain, they were also widely exported and inspired imitative wares in Islamic ceramics and in Japan and later the European tin-glazed earthenware. So we can see it is very interesting that this unique pattern of the porcelain was firstly inspired by some craftsmanship in the Middle East, 
The Chinese people created a new style based on it, combining native techniques and exotic pigments, developing it for hundreds of years, and making it into a perfect form of art. As a product combining practical function and artistic value, it quickly won the favor of the rest of the world, delivering inspirations for other cultures and people as well. That is like a robust and lively cycle that can always go on and on. So that's all for today's topic: the blue and white porcelains, Qinghua Zi. I hope you enjoy it. This is Shintin. I'll see you next time on our podcast show, A Thousand Wise.